Hi, and welcome to the Income Protection Toolbox Podcast. This is episode one. My name is Brian Orr. And in this episode, we're really going to focus on the basics. We're going to look at concept behind income protection in total for our clients. What are some of the misconceptions that our clients have out there regarding protecting their income in different aspects of life stages? And what are some of the misconceptions that we have in the industry as far as having conversations with our client? Really look forward to the journey together, and thank you very much for joining me. Let's get started. Wholesale Solutions in Chicago. I've been a part of the income protection industry for 20 years, and I started this podcast for insurance and employee benefit professionals, as well as financial advisors to help them confidently initiate the conversation of income protection with their clients. So before we dive in, I'd like to explain why I have these discussions for you in podcast form. Obvious reason that I will throw out, uh, many of you can't see me, but uh, I do a lot of Zoom meetings uh, in this industry. I do a lot of uh, face-to-face meetings. I do a lot of presentations around the country. I have done a lot of presentations around the country. Bottom line is, um, I really have a face for radio. So kind of me being here in my cave um, uh, with very few lights on, you know, just kind of uh, sitting here not being able to to worry about, uh, you know, how everything looks while we're while we're kind of going through this is really the best method for me. The second reason is really we wanted I wanted to make this on demand for people. So how do we make uh, a situation where you can really pick and choose what you'd like to listen to, what you find valuable, as well as replayability, being able to go back and and going through and and, and listening to things again. Um, really getting an understanding of of a certain aspect of income protection that you would find the most important for you and or your clients. And finally, here's the deal that I want to make, the the, the real reason why I did this and and why we're going to be having these ongoing in in this format is one of the most important is is portability. Let's make a deal. Um, We're in a situation as of right now, I think we are looking at June 25th at this point. Here in Illinois, we're in something called phase three, about to go into phase four because of the COVID situation that's been going on, the coronavirus situation that's been going on. Things have been getting more open. We've been outside a lot more. Let's take advantage of that. So I would suggest this. Put me on pause for a second. Get ready to go take a walk. Take a walk. Walk the dog. Um, get in the car uh, if you have if you have CarPlay, um, or if you have availability to listen to the podcast in the car. Um, jump in the car. Let's go for a walk. Uh, get outside. Get moving. This is a great way to have these conversations while you're out and about, while you're moving. In that way, we have 
a real strength in the fact of uh, getting things done while you may be learning something else, uh, getting out and about. Um, so let's take advantage of that. Let's talk about income protection. Income protection, uh, what do I mean by this? You know, income protection is a very generic term. Really, when we say income protection for clients, um, if you're an insurance professional, financial advisor, um, there's three aspects uh, within income protection that we're really looking at as far as protection. So the first aspect of income protection is living too long. Second is dying too soon. And the third is being sick or hurt. So with most financial planning or wealth planning, it's the focus of that is living too long. How can, what happens if I, the client, outlive my savings, outlive my saved income or my future income that I've built up during my working years? That is so much of the focus of the financial world is how do I help my clients in making sure that if they have a nice, lovely, long life, that they will always have that darn raw material called income or money. Dying too soon, this is one aspect of the insurance world outside of property or auto, home auto, those types of things. That's really in people's wheelhouse. They understand this. People get, you know, I need to protect in the case of dying too soon. I need to make sure that I have a layer of protection for my loved ones in the case that I die during my working years and we haven't accomplished the savings that we were hoping to do. Life insurance is the big funding mechanism behind this. And, you know, as a lot of people know, life insurance is, you know, like I say, one aspect of, of the insurance world that is really understood um, as, as far as the basic concept of just simply protecting an income in the case of death. And... Those two, living too long, dying too soon, that's where most people have a majority of their conversations in the insurance and financial world. We're going to continue to have conversations about those two aspects. We're going to continue on these podcasts to have guests on, uh, people, experts in this field from different aspects. But we are going to be talking about living too long and dying soon. But a majority of our conversation is going to focus on one's financial future and how it can be affected in the case of an injury or illness preventing them from earning an income. Because that's an extremely important aspect of income protection. And unfortunately, this is one of the least discussed of the three aspects of income protection. Even though it's probably the most important, easily the most important and the most common in the case of use uh, of, of, an, of uh, protection. So again, we want to look at the best way that we can have conversations with the client and approach the client regarding protecting one's income. So let's take a minute and let's talk about disability income. And when we talk about income protection in the case of being injured or ill and not being able to work, that's really where we talk about disability income insurance. And some people kind of shy away from disability, the word disability insurance. Um, I, I really don't understand that. I mean, I get it. Income protection is a much better way of explaining things. But I think income protection really it, it tends to, to cover a lot more than just disability income and disability income insurance. And I think disability isn't a bad word. 
It's not a word to avoid. The, the, the problem with disability insurance and using the word disability is simply that people don't understand what a disability is. When I say disability, what do you think of? What is your thought process when you when I say disability? Is it the sign in the parking lot by the by the front door? Um, is it you know catastrophic situation where I'm in a wheelchair? Um, maybe I'm laid up and I'm just not able to get out of bed. Is that what you consider a disability? The the answer is yes, that is. Is it something where I've been in in, in, in a severe accident and I just can't get up? I can't get out of bed. I I, I'm, I'm unable to, you know, do anything. I'm unable to live the way I was, and therefore I am disabled. The answer again is yes. But really, when we, the reason why we shouldn't shy away from the the concept and the word of of disability insurance is because under a lot of the policies that we're going to discuss over these series of conversations, disability simply means the following. If someone is unable to perform the material and substantial duties of their own occupation due to an injury or illness, then they are considered disabled. Now, yes, that can be catastrophic situations where I can't do two of the six activities of daily living. I can't bathe myself. I can't feed myself. I can't dress myself, etc. Um, certainly, it, it covers those types of disabilities. But Keep in mind, it covers so much more. And that's one of the major obstacles that we have a problem with in this industry. When talking with clients or, or approaching the subject of protecting their income in the case of a disability is immediately we do not have an open and honest conversation with the client or with even ourselves about what a disability really means. Things like chronic pain syndrome, migraines back disorders, panic disorder, depression, chronic fatigue syndrome. These are all examples of claims that have been paid through these policies that fulfill the, the definition that a physician had told a client that due to these conditions, they were unable to perform the material substantial duties of their own occupation. They couldn't do their job and earn an income the way they used to because of these situations. So again, what that allows us to do is open up our clients' minds to understand what we're really looking at as far as these protection policies for what we would call a disability, being unable to perform material substantial duties due to an injury or illness. Um, let's take the example that we're in right now. A, a lot of times people are going to have this thought process of, well, you know, I get it. Disability insurance is important. However, I don't think it'll ever happen to me. I live, I live a pretty healthy life. I mean, this kind of stuff isn't going to happen to me. And, and look where we're at right now. If you're out on this walk and you're walking around, let me ask you something. Do you have a mask on right now? Do you have a neck gaiter around your neck that you pull up when someone else is coming walking by? We are, have been in a situation of lockdown because of a potential illness. The thought process of this couldn't happen to me it has evolved, I would hope, for most people. Because it's not about your control anymore. In some situations, you're not in control of whether you're, you're having a potential disability or not. Just like 
a lot of times you're not going to be in control of early death. However, you're going to protect against that a lot of the times. Do you think you'll die early? Do I think I would die early? Absolutely not. That's what risk management is all about. Having the, the pieces in place to make sure that we're protecting against these potential risks. And that's why, you know, when we look at disability income, it's important to understand what is a disability. And so, again, we are going to spend many different sessions here, many talks, many podcast episodes, talking about what different types of protection levels there are for this, as well as life insurance, and how one's income can be affected in many different ways should an injury or illness take them away from what they do for a living. If you're a business owner, it's going to be a lot different than if you are simply a single income earner, um, a, a W-2 employee just take, making a living off of uh, uh, an income. It's no less important, but as a business owner, there are a lot more aspects of protection. There's a lot more challenges in front of you as far as what an injury or illness could affect as far as revenue or growth. We're going to spend time talking about many reasons why people think that they're already covered, why they already have coverage in their minds, what that coverage is, and then what it truly is, and some of the things that people really need to look at. Um, as far as protection and, and total protection, optimal protection. We're going to use that term a lot. Optimal protection uh, doesn't mean maximum protection. That's another important aspect that we're going to cover. Uh, a reason why people don't like to use the word disability income as well is because for years we've just been selling this stuff wrong. Um, we've been presenting it in the wrong way to clients. Uh, someone says, I make X, X percent a year or X amount a year and we give them the maximum amount of benefit that they're eligible for. Why would we do this? It doesn't make sense. So we want to overcome some of the challenges we've had in this industry, and, and we're going to have uh, discussions about this with other people, about approaching the challenges in this industry, especially of, of wow, this product is great, but it's way too expensive. Well, that's not true. We've made it too expensive because of the way that we present it to people. Um, there's much more effective ways to do this. So many of our conversations are going to focus around the need, the solutions, the different opportunities as far as protection. But I want to take some time and, and just finish off the rest of this podcast talking about you. Let's talk about you. Because a lot of times people are going to come to a podcast like this or they come to a presentation that someone in my industry is giving, or they'll go to a Zoom meeting or a conference call or a webinar, oh boy, a webinar of uh, uh, talking about disability income with all great intentions. But here's the bottom line. When it comes to this aspect of income protection, of being injured or ill and being unable to earn an income, the person that is talking with the client needs to have belief. There needs to be conviction from your end. Um, the only way to do that is to have buy-in yourself. Because some of the biggest challenges I've had when talking about this, and, and we'll be addressing these uh, ongoing in these series, some of the biggest issues that I've had is talking with folks that just simply don't believe in this themselves. I think the most important thing that we should make sure that we're making an agreement on um, before we move forward to any other future episodes on this podcast is that you truly believe this is just as important of a conversation with your client 
as asset protection, as wealth accumulation, just as important as life insurance, just as important as auto or home, if not more. Many of us that have been in this industry for a long time and have seen claims, have seen what goes out as far as dollars to individuals that need it, um, we would make the argument that it's more important than all of those things that I mentioned. But let's at least agree that it's just as, as important to have this conversation with your client. And it's just as important to prioritize this conversation with your client. The way that you do that is to make sure that you are protected in this situation. Because there's no way that I'm ever going to listen to someone trying to educate me on something that's in my best interest if it's not in their best interest, if, if they don't believe in it. So the first thing that I would ask you to do before you go to any of the future episodes is to make sure that you take a look at the following. What is your current situation in the case that an injury or illness prevents you from doing your own occupation? How would that affect the future financial strength of your household? I want you to really look at that. And I want you to reach out to someone that may have knowledge in this to help you out if you're not used to it, if you're not understanding completely what's going on in your, in your own household financially about your protection, whether it be it through group insurance, through individual that you currently have, but you've had for a long time, you don't know if it's as strong as you thought it was. If you think that you're going to rely on Social Security in the case of a disability, uh, let me just do a short answer for you. Not the best option. Not the best option. Um, make sure you're talking to someone about that. If you don't have anyone to talk to about it, get on Twitter. Go to Income Protection Toolbox. Drop a note. I'll be happy to, to, to have discussions with you. But uh, yeah, so if you go on to Twitter, Income Protection Toolbox, I think it's at Toolbox Income. I don't know why, why it's set up like that, but it's, it's uh, Income Protection Toolbox on Twitter. Feel free to, to, to participate in the conversation there. It's also going to be great if you go onto that site and, or go onto, the, go onto Twitter and drop in any suggestions, things that you'd like to hear more about. Make sure that we want to talk about X, Y, or Z, because I think we're going to be running the gamut comes to income protection, but I want to make sure that the key thing is, is if we're going on these walks together, if we're going on these drives together, I want this to be beneficial for you. I want this, I want you to feel confident. I want you to have conviction because I will tell you the most times that I've had conversations out there with financial advisors, insurance individuals that focus on just life insurance, or maybe just focus on property and casualty. The biggest question that I've received is how do I have, how do I initiate this conversation with my client? And, and that's why I want to set this up. I want you to have this as an, as an outlet to help build that confidence because I've just seen too many bad stories on the other side when someone didn't say, yeah, let's go for it or let's do it now instead of waiting a year or waiting two years or waiting X number of years. And then the next thing you know, someone is uninsurable and God forbid they get a claim and we have a problem because we had the opportunity and we missed it. So make sure, the first step is that we look at you. We, we talk about you. What is your current coverage? Do you believe, in the case of a disability, that this is important for you? And if it's not, let's have that conversation. We're going to be addressing objections in multiple uh, episodes, but 
it's important that you are on board. So if anything, please take this series of episodes. Please take the availability, the on-demand availability to really be able to jump on to the the areas that interest you the most that will help you get conviction on this. Because if anything out of this entire series, if we gain anything, it is that you find this very important, that you believe in this, and that you for sure have this level of protection for yourself. So moving forward, we're going to talk about different concepts like objections regarding this will never happen to me, which again, that'll be a pretty short episode because I mean, that, that really is starting to shrink as far as that opportunity. And we're going to talk about how that objection, if you hear it'll never happen to me, it has less to do with it won't happen to me and more to do with I'm not 100% sure of the value of this coverage. And so we'll talk about that in future episodes. We're also going to talk about this is too expensive, which again, as we discussed, it's not. That's our own fault. And we're going to talk about being able to look at protection units. You know, if it's $1,000 a month, here's what $1,000 a month costs. How many thousands do you need to move your household forward financially? And, and most importantly, we're going to talk about my favorite kind of objection or reason why people don't address this is they truly believe that they're fully covered through other means. We really want to dig into that. Matter of fact, the next episode that we have, we're going to be focusing on the conversation when your client says, I have this protection at work. That's fantastic. It's obviously a lot of people do have wonderful coverage at work. We need to take a look at what are the ups and downs of that coverage at work. A lot of the great news is you're getting a majority of what you need or a lot of what you need, but you're just not quite there. And there's some reasons behind that. But the good news is it's being subsidized a lot by your employer if it's employer paid. So that's the next episode that we're going to be talking about. We're going to have a a guest for that, which is going to be wonderful. And for each of these aspects, it's not just going to be me. Don't worry. It's not just going to be me. (laughs) So, you know, I can only take so much of my voice as well. We're going to bring guests on. We're going to have conversations. We want to make this fun. We want to make it an educational piece. And we want to make sure that everyone is a part of the conversation. So once again... If you get an opportunity, get onto Twitter, go over to Income Protection Toolbox, follow along, follow us on there, and, and, and ask any questions. Make sure to put any suggestions on there. Happy to hear from you. Really looking forward to this journey uh, between the two of us together. I look forward to the next episode, and I really hope to see you there or, or, or hope you join me over there. Thanks so much for, for jumping in on this one taking a nice brisk walk. I hope you had a good walk. I hope it didn't get too distracting or a good car ride. Or even if you're just at home, I hope this was really beneficial for you. And I really look forward to our next conversation. Thanks so much and take care. Colored hair and eyes that glow like fireflies. Each day spent with you is just like making honey. Cotton candy bushes, trees that grow on money. Can I be like you? Can I do what Pegasus do? Such as.